Welcome to our weekly Taiva. This is a podcast where we're talking about our weekly insights and ideas that we have developed throughout the week. One of us will come up with an idea and the others will then react and we will jointly discuss and conclude what the idea means. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. Today it's my turn to actually come up with an idea uh, out of my discussions that I had over the past weeks and I chose a topic that I've been discussing with quite a few people, which is about the strategy process. Traditionally, the strategy process has been uh, a, a, an annual uh, approach. Uh, it has been run annually, and then you had a strategy for the next four to five years. Um, and what we've been discussing in, in the meetings I've been having is that the strategy process in today's world actually needs to be more continuous and needs to go on and uh, once it's started and needs to be adjusted uh, continuously without actually stopping. Uh, let me bring in Petri and Reko uh, as well into the discussion and uh, ask you, what, what is your thinking about the strategy process, the traditional approach of, of basically having a one-off every year and renewing your strategy every year versus making it a continuous process where you adjust your strategy or, or you adjust your scenarios as you basically move forward? Well, I'm a big believer in this continuous approach, as you know, and I, I believe in, in the parallel execution of three cycles in three different horizons. So if you think about your business, you could divide the strategy into three different horizons. For example, the now horizon is the one where you execute your business as is, as per the design, as per the business model that you are running. Then you've got the furthest horizon, which is like a beyond horizon, where you explore the new avenues and, and explore the new, new trends that you could exploit. And then the next horizon is between these two horizons, which is about the transformation to the new. So that's how I view the world. And from my point of view, I think having been on the execution end of, of the strategy and also creating a strategy, I, I think one of the main problems comes with the, the budgeting cycle as well. So so everything that you plan in the strategy needs to be budgeted and then that budget basically creates a, a frame for the execution and then it's very hard to uh, try and start moving away from that frame. And that, that creates the kind of the long-term uh, cycle for the for the strategy rather than being able to uh, react quickly at the same time what you see happening in the it industry at the moment uh, is the devops movement that that started with the agile manifesto and agile movement and i i think that premise right there is something that could be very well exploited also in the in the business world I fully agree, Reiko and Petri. And, and I mean, you're, you're referring to DevOps. I mean, what we started talking about is StratOps. So basically integrating the strategy development and the strategy execution, where you basically set a, a guiding North Star, basically the vision for the company, and you define some scenarios, some hypothesis. And then going forward, you basically continuously test those, Petri, you're referring to your three horizon model, um, but also what you mentioned, Reko, where bringing, bringing these execution and uh, development cycles much closer together. And I fully agree. I think 
it's not only the strategy process that needs to change. I think it's the it's the environment around it, the budgeting, but also the the allocation of resources and the setup of the organization, where the chief strategy officer basically is not just sitting on top of a of an annual process, but the chief strategy officer basically becomes someone who who guides and steers the strategy execution and development continuously throughout the year, and is then adjusting. Uh, the path as we move forward, and sometimes maybe even adjusting the the guiding north star. Uh, what what's your experience on on on, on these these more agile approaches? Uh, maybe also from a from an operational point of view to to learn from that side. I'd like to explore that a little bit. And one of the approaches I found really useful, and this connects also back to record what you mentioned about the budgeting, and Michael, what you mentioned about the resource allocation. One of the really practical tools to uh, test this out in practice is when you start your strategy process, even though it's an annual process or whatever, uh, is to dedicate maybe a team to think about what if you were to set up your business from scratch today and maybe inject also some external perspective into that team. It could be a challenger team on the side of your traditional uh, process, but that is a very simple tool to really Uh, spot those uh, legacy things that you kind of take for granted in your strategy, but may not be relevant in the environment that you're heading into. That's a very good practical tool to use. Another practical way of, of moving towards this more agile way of executing strategy is to allocate some of the budget, annual budget or, uh, or otherwise, into a pool which can be just allocated to whatever topics uh, come up uh, in the in the line of work and in the operational way of working. And that, that would be actually an interesting way if we were to able to combine this approach with also automating uh, some of the insight generation in the organization. So whenever the organization, wherever in the organization somebody notices a, an issue or a change in the environment where the company is working in, there would be a possibility to immediately react to that with the budget at hand and build something to counter or uh, make, make use of that change. And that would already make uh, the execution much more agile. Hmm. It's it's almost like building a radar where where you basically have different bleeps that that are happening uh, out there that will be recognized across the organization and that are then channeled back into the strategy and I think that's a very good point specifically in today's very fast moving environment the operating environment of companies is moving so fast and changing so fast that it's very difficult for one part of the organization or, or very often one person in the organization to be able to continuously stay on top uh, of, of all the different things that are happening across the organization from supply chain to procurement to sales to maintenance and, and all of that. So it, it's important to use the, the, the power of the crowd here to channel, channel these things back. 
uh, into into the organization. And also, I think one thing uh, I, I want to I want to mention, I would like to get your take on. Um, traditionally, strategy has been very often backwards looking. So we looked at the numbers and the results of the previous years, and we tried to extrapolate from that the future. That is not working anymore. So we actually need to start from a future scenario that might have nothing or very limited uh, to do with the things that actually happened in the past, which is somewhat referring to the discussion we had in the last podcast uh, about changing an industry. How do you see the need for companies to move away from using their historic insights to predict the future towards taking a fresh look and, and basically really creating a completely new vision of the world uh, and, and what the world will be in the future? I think that's really important. And I think uh, there's also a very practical dilemma with this approach because the legacy, the success that uh, we've experienced in the past is so strong in our systems, in our management systems and, and so forth, in our, in, our, in our culture and so forth. So it's quite difficult to distance oneself from that uh, legacy where we come from. And that makes it so easy for us to extrapolate our success based on the previous success uh, we've had. Uh, looking forward, I think it's really important to, when you start exploring the future avenues, it's really important to uh, cast your vision far enough and, and why that's important, why I feel, is because if you just look at like three years ahead or something like that, it's really difficult to distance your, yourself from, from your past. But if you look far enough, you give yourself kind of a mental freedom to reimagine a completely different world. And, and that's why I think the three horizon thinking is also a good mental model because the beyond horizon gives you the freedom of thinking wildly. And then the next horizon is, okay, well, how do I move from where I'm coming from to that wild uh, future that I'm envisioning? The interesting thing about this is that this will create an even greater challenge for the uh, leaders uh, in the organizations and especially the strategy department, as usually that type of path thinking tends to generate various intersecting and uh, possibly uh, differentiating paths. And being able to lead those various paths without creating an internal hassle out of where is this company going is going to be a really uh, interesting and different dilemma that, than previously. Previously, the, the strategy leaders were about creating that, this one idea, one story of the organization. Now, there actually might be three or more stories that are concurrently being led and, and being able to direct the, the people of the company still into the right direction with these three different journeys is going to be rather an interesting problem. I think, Reko, that's a very important question. Uh, also, from the point of view, how do you measure? Because if you have the three conflicting scenarios on your table, how do you measure the success uh, that each of these could bring to you? And you cannot really measure it uh, with the same metrics that you're measuring your current business with because they are immature, they are 
just being sort of in the phase where they are justifying themselves. And that's why companies also need to, from a sort of performance management point of view, measure these scenarios and the potential business in those scenarios with different metrics, the impact they could bring you that you know in the end when they mature as your business, you can monetize. Perfect. No, I fully, I fully agree, Petri and, and Reco about this. I mean, summarizing, I think what we talked about is that <clears throat> there is a changing world where strategy is not a, a one-off process, a one-off annual process anymore, but it will be more integrated where the development, the strategy development and the execution more or less in a strat-ops way will basically be intertwined. And, and we need to set the frame around that, the frame when it comes to processes, when it comes to capabilities and people skills, as well as uh, you pointed out, Petri, the KPIs, so that the frame for this more continuous strategy process, this strat-ops approach is actually there. We also talked about the fact that it's needed to involve the crowd, involve people across the organization to identify the bleeps on the radar across the three horizons, um, the, the, the now, the future, and, and the far future, uh, to put it into my words, um, and, and basically make sure that these are then channeled back in a very agile way into the into the strategy. And, and finally, there will be concurrent storylines, concurrent targets and, uh, and scenarios that will, will be there and companies will need to follow through on. And I read an interesting article uh, recently that there will even be competing storylines and competing scenarios that companies will actually follow uh, in the future rather than just f- focus on, on one single, single thread of ideas and, and storylines. Great. It will be interesting to see how how the new way of strategy will will evolve. Uh, thanks a lot, Petri. Thanks a lot, Reco, for this great conversation and the and the new insights that uh, I was able to develop, and I hope also our listeners are able to develop based on this uh, discussion. Thanks very much. It was a blast, and have a good day. Yes, sir. Thanks you too. Thanks again. Thanks again.